0: I'm reading from Philippians chapter 4, starting at verse 2. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Syntyche to agree with each other in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-fellow workers, And the God of peace will be with you. Thanks be to God. So the gospel reading is from Luke chapter 11. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and he goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answers, don't bother me, the door is already locked and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, Though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is your friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, puzzle now because I thought we were going to have a different reading. But anyway, it still works and I'm going to hand over to Ben. (laughs)
1: Thanks so much, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Can I have my welcome to that of of, of Ali? It's great to uh, be with you. Um, it'd be great if you could have um, that Philippians reading um, somewhere to sight, uh, and particularly if you're a little bit smaller uh, and you can't quite see, uh, do feel free to shuffle around. There's some more seats over here that you can shuffle into, and now's a really good time to do that. Uh, and then I'll lead us in a prayer in a moment. So if you're a little bit small and you can't see, especially if you're kind of behind a pillar, uh, then shuffling now would be a good thing to do, and that would be, uh, that would be great. I'm just going to grab my um, bits as well. That's great. That's, that's fab. Do come on across. That's, yeah, that's a great thing to do. That's brilliant. And um, that's wonderful. Great. Well, do you know, on my way here, I thought I saw um, a couple of people who I haven't really met in church before, but I think, I think that to at least some of us, they might be familiar. Um, I, I wonder if they're here anyway. Ah. Oh, it's good to see you guys.
2: Nice to see you, Ben, as well.
1: <laughs> the illusion shattered. Uh, guys, you might need to shout nice and loudly because I, d- I can't hear you. You can't uh,
2: hear us? Oh,
3: you can't hear us. Hello. Is ah, that no you. Hi. We are here. Yes, definitely here.
1: Fantastic. Have you guys been at a band practice? What have you guys been doing?
3: Oh, oh, yeah, well, I, do you know what, Spike? I think we're ready.
2: Yeah, absolutely ready to join the music group at church, you mean? Yeah,
3: well, after that amazing concert, why wouldn't Beth and Joel want us to be in the
2: band? Oh, I really love playing in our band. It's so much fun. And I know that the good people of Totley Rise who live round here, they love it when we turn the volume right up to 11 and practice on the roof.
3: Yeah, it was really nice of them to call their friends at the police station to come and listen as well. (laughs) Although, thinking about it, maybe they weren't actually very happy and that's why they called the police.
2: Well, I I didn't want to say it, but the way you were banging on those drums, (gasps) it really was quite loud (gasps) and I could see why they thought it might have been, well, maybe a bit too much. A bit
3: much? Hey, my drumming wasn't the problem. It was your awful guitar screeching
2: away. My guitar doesn't screech. It's a Fender Stratocaster. It sings like the voice of an angel. The voice of an angel?
3: With a sore throat, maybe. I made, it made my ears bleed. And it was when you started playing that the gentleman started throwing his lunch at us.
2: Well, at least I wasn't the one with a ten-minute drum solo at the end. Bang, crash, wallop. Sounds like my dad's car. No wonder they stole your drumsticks and use them to light their barbecue. Best thing for them, I say. Well, if you don't like my drumming,
3: then you don't have to listen to it ever again. I'm never playing with you again.
2: <clears throat> Fine by me.
3: Fine by me. Fine.
1: Wow, okay, that's a bit of an introduction, isn't it? Um, wha- well, I n- never did. There, you've got two people who've, who've fallen out. And, do you know, actually, that's probably a really good place to begin because that's where our, our passage begins. We, we had those two people with the slightly... Uh, slightly unpronounceable names, Judea and Syntyche, or Syntyche, or, or however you say it. And they had fallen out in the Bible passage that we're looking at. In fact, they had fallen out so much that even though Paul was miles away in jail, he had heard about this falling out. That is some falling out that is going on. And he writes to the church. And he says one of the things is, I want you two to stop arguing. You've worked together for Jesus in the past, and I want you to have the same mind again. How do we do that? Well, let me pray, and let's uh, think about this passage together. Dear God, thank you so much that you speak uh, through your word. I pray that as we think about Judea and Syntyche and uh, our worries and our anxieties and our thankfulness and our prayer, all these things, I pray that you would speak to us and help us. Amen. And it's a bit of a funny passage in that. I wonder, as I was praying, if you were thinking, oh, we were talking about Judea and Syntyche, and now we're talking about worries and anxiety. This passage seems to cover lots of different things, doesn't it? It starts off with Judea and Syntyche, and then very quickly it says, verse 6, don't be anxious about anything. Why does Paul go from arguing people to anxious people or, or worried people? Being worried or anxious, and they are different things, but I'm just using them together for the moment. Being worried and anxious often comes when I care about something and that something is threatened. Or I care about something and I think that that something is going to be threatened. And for some of us, we live with worry and anxiety a lot. In fact, for some of us, That's a really big thing. And if it's affecting you at a place where that's changing how you live your life, it's a really good thing to talk to other people about it. It's great if you're a child to talk to a grown-up. It's great if you're a grown-up to talk to another grown-up or even a doctor about it. It's a really good thing for Christians to speak to people when we are anxious. And the Bible also helps us with that. So, here's the thing. When we argue... Sometimes, in fact often, it's because I'm worried about something or I'm anxious about something. I think something that I love is being threatened. And normally when I'm arguing with somebody else, I think that that they uh, are threatening something that I love. And I think that's what's going on with Edea and Syntyche, which is why Paul says, let's deal with anxiety and worry later on in the passage. But those two were just arguing. What was it that they were worried about? Um, Spike, are you still back there? Hey, Spike. Good to see you. Hi. Spike, I know you're a bit cross, but but here's the thing. Can I ask you, what hurt you? What made you cross?
2: Well, it was Laura, you see, because I love my guitar. I've spent a lot of time with it, and I've spent a lot of money on it. And Laura said it sounds like an angel with laryngitis. I I did hear that, yes. So you love your guitar,
1: and Laura is saying bad things about your guitar, and that's what made you sad. Okay, that makes sense. Laura, are you there? Hey, Laura. Yep,
3: hello. Um,
1: You were. Oh, hello. (laughs) Having a bit of a dance, that's great. There we go. Um, Laura you were a bit upset too. Can I ask you, why were you upset?
3: Well, I really want to play in the church band and I think they're so special and I want to be special just like them. But Spike said that my drums make his ears bleed.
1: Wow. Yeah, I can see how that's, that, that's hard. You want to be in the band. You, you think that the band are very special and they are very lovely people. That's certainly true. But... Spike saying that you couldn't be in the band that your drumming made his ears bleed that hey I, I understand that you see both Spike and Laura they love something that felt threatened by the other one guys I think this will be a really good thing to listen to so why don't you sit back down and, 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 we'll, uh, and we'll come back to you in a few minutes time so Paul he says I, I want you to think about your worries and your anxieties and what I want you to do is I want you to well did you see in verse 6 what we need to do Ali's helped us with this already. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. We need to be praying. And this... Paul's going to give us three top tips for what we can pray for. Uh, And I'd love it if you could help me with this, because this is going to be really uh, helpful for us. The first thing is, as we pray, we need to be thinking. We need to put our thinking caps on. So if you could pop your thinking caps on, that would be a really helpful thing. Why do I say that we need to put our thinking caps on when we are anxious or worried? Uh, Well, Paul says it, doesn't he? Verse 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, noble, right, pure, read on, think about such things. When we're worried, or we're anxious, Paul says we need to think about good, right, pure things. That doesn't mean that we just zone out. It doesn't mean that we just take a step back and don't don't think about what's going on. But rather that we fill our minds with what is pure and right and noble. And when Paul uses those terms together... Almost everywhere, he's talking about the big truths about God. Uh, the big truths about God and about us. So, how does thinking the big truths about God and us help us when we are anxious or worried? Why don't we ask Laura to come back up. Laura, pop back up. Hey, Laura, it's good to see you. We're going to think a little bit about some big truths about God that might help you when you're thinking about wanting to be in the band. Oh, um, thank and thank so, that, that, I, know, I know it's big, but I'd love you, right at the start of the Bible, what does the start of the Bible tell you about who you were made by?
3: Uh, made by God who made everything.
1: Yeah, you were made by God who made everything. You were made in God's image. Here's the thing. If I was to put up a really famous piece of art up the front here, a Van Gogh, You'd think that was pretty amazing, especially if it was an original of Van Gogh. You, people would come into the church just to see the artwork, wouldn't they? Have a little look at the people around you. Just look around at the people around you. You have just looked at an original, not of Van Gogh. You've looked at an original of the God who made this universe. There is nobody like the person you've just looked at. He made you, and so you are of infinite value. That's pretty, it's a pretty big thought, isn't it? Hey, Laura, do you know what? Does that change if you're in the band or if you're not in the band? Are you, are you less valuable if you're not in the band?
3: Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess not. No, it hey. doesn't matter at all.
1: That's right because here's the thing Being in the band is a lovely thing
3: But if you're not in the band
1: You're an original of the creator If you're in the band You're an original of the creator Thinking big things about God Helps us with our worries uh, In daily life Thanks Laura Uh, Do pop down, that's that's a helpful thing I know that there are lots of big things That we can think about So on your way out I've, I've had some cards made a little while ago For a youth camp They've got tiny, tiny writing on So I'm sorry about that but what they've got on are some verses, some big truths for some of the things that we sometimes get anxious about. So Paul This Paul says we need to be praying with our thinking caps on. He says we need to be praying not with just our thinking caps on, but our thanking lips on. Our thanking lips on. Did he see that? Verse 6, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Why does Paul say with thanksgiving? Especially when we're anxious. It's hard to be thankful, isn't it? Do you know a lot of the people who I, who I know who are work, in, uh, work in, in helping people who are particularly anxious say one of the really helpful things is being thankful. Ten things that you can say thank you for at the start of the day. It's a really helpful thing for us to do. It's a great thing for us to do. But actually, and this one might be more for our grown-ups among us. We can also say thank you for the situation that we're in. Do you remember a few weeks ago we looked at this? We saw that in every situation God is at work in us. Making us more like his son. Uh, that Even though it might be a bad situation or a difficult situation. God can work in us. And here's the thing, I know that. Because of this. If I was there... When Jesus went on the cross, yeah, well done, Daniel. When Jesus went on the cross, I think I would have said, How can God bring anything good out of this? This guy who's been healing people, who's uh, been doing so much good, and now he's nailed to a cross. How could God possibly do anything good out of that? Of course, stepping back, I know that God was doing everything good at the cross. They're forgiving us, they're giving us new life, they're uniting us with Jesus. So even when life is really difficult, I can still pray with thankfulness. Why? Because God is at work making me more like Jesus. So, we put our thinking caps on, we put our thanking lips on, and finally, finally we put our loving hearts in the right place. You see verse 8? He said, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, those things about the big truths of God, whatever's lovely Whatever is admirable, if anything's excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. We need to think about such things. This is a big phrase, especially for some of you young ones. But there was a theologian, a theologian from North Africa called Augustine. And he said this. Tranquility is only found in the love of the immutable. Tranquility is only found in the love of the immutable.
2: What? What are you talking about then? Immutable? That's, tranquility? What? What's going on? Tranquility. Yeah, that's,
1: is, They're big long words, aren't they? Tranquility. It means peace. To be at peace. To be able to put my worries down. It's only found in the love of, another long word, the immutable. Someone who doesn't change. Something that doesn't change. God. You see, If worry comes about through something that I love being threatened, then I need to know that if I've got something that is changeable, that can always be threatened. So where tranquility comes is when, uh, where peace comes is when I say I love something that can't be threatened. I love God. Now, how do I do that? Well, let's ask Spike. Spike, what do you love about your guitar?
2: Oh, my guitar! It's just so amazing. Then it's. It looks really pretty, it's nice and shiny, it's clean, and it just makes the most amazing sounds. And that when they play them, it, it just, something happens that's just really amazing.
1: That's right. Okay, so you love lots of things about your guitar. Now, if you just love your guitar, and your guitar gets broken, that's really sad.
2: That would be really, really sad, Ben.
1: But if you love what is beautiful about your guitar, then actually you're loving something that God has made. So if you're saying, I love the beautiful sound that God has created for me to enjoy through that guitar. I love the beautiful view of the guitar that that makes me smile. Why? Because God is good. And God has built goodness into his world. And therefore I love that. Then yes, we can be sad when our guitar gets broken. But it's not the end of the world. Why? Because I love God in those things. And that builds resilience thank you so much spike my friends loads more that we could say on this passage but here's the thing often we argue because we are anxious because we feel threatened how do we deal with that we pray putting our thinking caps on thinking the big things of god putting our thanking lips on thanking god for and in all things and putting our loving hearts in saying where is god in this thing that i love and that won't make us perfect. It won't mean that we never argue. But it will help us when we're worried and we're anxious. And that in turn will help us when we argue. Let me pray. Father God, thank you so much for this passage. This <laughs> we could be here all day. But thank you so much that you're a God who, who doesn't shy away from talking about the difficult things in life. Help us to be a church that is prayerfully thinking big things about you. Prayerfully thanking you for all that you do, even in the hard times, and prayerfully looking for you in the things we love. Amen. Amen. We're going to hand back to Ali.